Welcome to the Wheel Nerds. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 61. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. And Todd numbering, this is episode 5T3-ish? Four? Nobody likes you. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't count good. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Leave me alone. No one ever said do to math to you. <laughs> do to math. Todd's like. Oh. <laughs> so cool. Burns. So, so burns. Oh, internal pressure rising. <laughs> Wait, we're in a small room. Right? <laughs> My wife made jambalaya earlier this week. And uh, we uh, could barely stand to be in a room with each other. <laughs> What's that got to do with the jambalaya? Zing! <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, I'll be you. here all week. I was like, hey, baby, want to get it on? And she's like, hell no, look at what happened last time! <laughs> yeah, you'll heal, you're going to hear that all nine months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's jump into the, the, right into the classifieds. Okay, our first one is a wonderful tactile experience. <laughs> what? It's a tactile experience, Chuck. Uh, oh, and well, let me add, uh, this first one comes from Thomas, and I wanted to add that he wrote, Certainly my favorite motorsports podcast, and yes, I found you before the pace. As we like to say here. Take that, the pace! Yeah! Todd, break out the the pace voodoo doll so that we could stab it repeatedly. We have a pace voodoo doll? Shh, yes! Oh. Start uh, stabbing it! Stab. Stab. Are you feeling that, Chris and James? Pace, pace, pace. Ha, 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 ha. If you pulled the string on the back of the Pace Voodoo doll, what would it say? Um, there's no episode this week. <laughs> I thought that was what the we- Never mind. <laughs> Available soon, the Chuck action figure. No show this week. <laughs> Wheel Nerds is brought to you by Grandma Bad Touch, the hilarious new movie from that director guy. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Grandma Bad Touch, coming to a theater near you this holiday season. <laughs> okay, back to the ad. Mm. So, what the fuck? It's tactile experience. It's a 93ZX7 dot, 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 New tires, new brakes, integrated taillight, flush mount, front turn signals, and yes, it's covered in fur. He's not kidding. This thing is covered in fur. I bought it like that. Questions? Call our text number, 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 dot, 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 Price is firm. Dot, comma, 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 comma. Possible trade for quad, dirt bike, or car slash truck. Somewhere there's a pimp crying on a curb. Why would you do this? Um, I think stunters do it a lot when they get all rashed up. They get this fur stuff and they attach it to it. Look, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a completely furry bike. <laughs> that can't be good for the aerodynamics. I doubt it very seriously. That said, let's be honest. How funny would my Strom look covered in leopard print fur? Well, I did have a dead sheep. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking your Versus could use some fur. No. I'm thinking chicks would dig it. No. You might even get someone to sit no. on the back seat. No. Yeah, you're right. That'll oh. never happen on a versus. <laughs> Such an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, so fuzzy bike. It's, uh, uh, it's fuzzy. 
And he only wants a grand. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. You know, if the bike runs okay. A like, 93 ZX7 for a grand. Uh, that's not bad, actually. It runs well. <laughs> shit. It's good. No one's ever going to steal it. This is a theft of bike. <laughs> Leave the fucking keys in it. Ah, <laughs> oh, bike, I'm going to steal what the fuck? <laughs> Do you think he, he got shampooed a carpet or, you know? Oh, gosh. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> How do you clean it? I mean, I guess, yeah, shampoo, right? Yeah, shampoo it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, because, I mean, look how dirty the front is, kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah. it probably catches bugs and stuff. Oh, God. And it needs more body, you know, otherwise. And he's got sl- frame sliders on it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a stunter bike. <laughs> to protect the carpet. <laughs> Must protect fur. <laughs> no, my fur. Oh, yeah. next, uh-huh. next up we go. Uh, Coming soon. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not better. This is a 1974 CB750. It's brown. Brown. And he also wants a grand. <laughs> it is brown. I think I'd take the carpet bike over this thing. It appears to have what looks like a tractor tire on the back. That's what you notice? Not the exploding gas tank? Oh, well, it's probably probably nothing. And what's peeling off of it? I guess it might be paint or something. I mean, it looks like the gas tank and that side panel yeah. are custom items. <laughs> Somebody was like, you know what my bike needs is this strange <laughs> angular thing and he's got you know he's got a little lock for it on on the sissy bar there you know what i like about this bike nothing it's brown <laughs> it brown this bike to me says brown you know what this bike needs fur yeah yeah needs that fur. would really bring it together <laughs> it I think needs so. fur brown fur yeah, yeah lots of it so 1974 cb 750 we'll post the picture up and you can all die inside with us yeah Okay, so next up, we don't usually do bicycles on the show. Mm -hmm. Roland sent us this. $600 for a giant Trance 4. A nice full suspension bike with good components and Hayes 9 dick brakes. Ben Road, but has lots of life left. Fox, float, in the rear, call, or text. What kind of brakes? Hayes 9 dick brakes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like when you jam your crotch into the handlebars? I can only assume. I... uh, (laughs) Dick brakes. You don't see those much anymore. The dick brakes. For that matter, the fox float in the rear. The fox float in the rear and the dick brakes. Mm. This is like a pornographic bike ad, I think. (laughs) Well, it is Utah. The main thing I see about this bike is I I, I reckon the engine's going to be underpowered and uh, and just can't get out of its own way. And it'll run on, on cheeseburgers and beer. Hello, ladies. I've got some dick brakes. Do you like those? Yeah, you know you do. The fox float in the rear. Call me. Jeez, Chuck, put your dick brakes on. <laughs> that is the thing. Dick brakes. Last up, 2004 Yamaha R6 Redding Chrome. It's an R6. Runs great. Good engine. Uh, needs a little weld on the block. And uh, it's got chrome wheels and tires. Wait, $2,800. New, new chrome. Chrome wheels. Yeah, what, the, before that. Uh, good engine. Runs good. What about... Aluminum. <coughs> aluminum needs a <coughs> broken block. <coughs> crack, crack block. Needs aluminum weld on the block and it will be good to go. Crack, crack block. Yeah. With it's... a good engine, needs aluminum weld on the block. It will be good to go. Runs good. Let's just drink it all in really fast together. With a good engine, needs aluminum weld on the block. Well. Good engine. Clearly what he's saying is if this bike had a good engine. <laughs> 
would right. run good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am having a difficult time with good engine. Chrome chrome wheels and tires. New tires. Chrome. Mm. Chrome. Mm. And you put that all in all in caps so we can remember. Chrome. Yes. And new tires. Needs fur. Definitely fur. <laughs> and weld on the block. That's an amazing one. Just needs an aluminum weld on the block. Do you know how hard it is to weld aluminum? <laughs> like, you have to go to specialists for that. Like, that's not a garage operation. Uh, it's, it's, it'd be okay. It uh-huh. run, runs good. Yeah. Runs yeah. good. Good engine? Yeah. Just needs... It'd be good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just quick, quick aluminum weld. Just, yeah, throw it, you know, yeah. Little, this, J, little JB weld, you'd be okay. I don't think that's the kind of weld shh, it's going to need. Shh. You know what I think? Shh. Shh. It'd be okay. Just listen to the sound of my voice, Todd. It'll be okay. Big break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think what this is, this, this bike is being sold to an aluminum specialist. <laughs> Chrome wheels and new tires, but no dick brakes. <laughs> I'm not sure I want this bike. I, I mean, it doesn't. It clearly has no fur. No, no fur, no dick brake, and a hole in the block. <laughs> it's probably a tiny, 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 tiny crack. Oh, okay. Runs good. Okay, just so we're all clear on that one. It's blue. No, it's red. You can put blue fur on it, and then it would be blue. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Classifieds. So, That's uh, people selling stuff. Yep. This week, I'm going to help Chuck out. So Kawasaki sent me a uh, an owner survey. Oh, neat. It says, dear... Versus. Owner. Congratulations on the purchase of your new... Versus. As a recent buyer of a... Versus. Your opinions are extremely important to us. Please take a few minutes to fill this questionnaire out. (laughs) No goody. Let's start at the top. How did you first learn about your new Kawasaki motorcycle? Uh, That would be a bathroom stall wall, right? Bathroom stall. Women's bathroom stall. Good. Okay. Wall. Moving on. Painted in feces. What other motorcycle models did you seriously consider buying? Wayne Industries, mm-hmm. yep. Bat Pod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? Do the yes, SDF Cyclone. May, may SDF mm-hmm. Cyclone not stolen. Mm-hmm. Todd's stolen mm-hmm. V-Strom. Stolen V-Strom. Well, after I got it. Oh, okay. You deserve everything you get if you steal my V-Strom. <laughs> What were the main reasons why you didn't choose one of the above models over your new motorcycle? Not furry enough. Enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No standard dick brakes. No dick brakes. Okay, let's see. What's next? Are you a returning rider but stopped riding for a while and are riding again with this purchase? Fresh out of jail. Good, good. Including all items, how much have you spent on accessories? Not stolen. And what accessories have you purchased? Condoms. <laughs> what one feature accessory available or not at purchase time do you wish you could have added to your motorcycle? Dick <laughs> brakes. So there's going to be some poor marketing schmutz at Kawasaki. <laughs> Oh, here's a good one. In which of the following ways did you pay for your new Kawasaki motorcycle? Let's check other. Other? 
Sexual favors. Sexual. And blow. Favors. <laughs> and blow. Mm-hmm. Different. What difficulty did you have financing this motorcycle purchase? Check all that apply. Wait, is there stolen identity? Uh, yeah, that's other, I think. Other. Stolen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Prince. Yep. Identity. Good. Good. How many E's in identity? Uh, two. Two. At the end. And one in the beginning. Right. Yep. Okay. Oh, here's an important one. What color motorcycle did you buy? It. Blue. Good, good. What other colors would you prefer at the time you bought your motorcycle? Well, I think you can check other and fill in uh, a leopard print. And then let's Real check... Real leopard print. Mm, with the head and everything. <laughs> and then we should check happy with color choice for no reason other than they put it on here and it makes no goddamn sense. Okay. And what we use did you use the internet to make this purchase? Subscribed to hundreds of pornographic websites. How many times per week would you say you chat online or participate in an online discussion thread or webcam chat with a naked woman? What's the, the sideways eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's infinite. Yeah. Doing it right now. <laughs> Optional. What is your email address? That's kind of a personal question. Okay, moving on. Let's Todd. see. Stop it. <laughs> Primary rider sex. Yes. No, it's a versus. Yes. Lies. Please. <laughs> Length of time riding motorcycles. 30 minutes or less. What types of riding do you plan to do on your new Kawasaki motorcycle? Homo erotic. Don't forget auto erotic. Auto erotic. Oh, robo erotic. <laughs> Good. What percent of your total riding time in your new motorcycle do you ride with a passenger? Just write versus in that space. <laughs> Hate you so much. <laughs> what was the last grade of school you completed? Uh, Let's leave that one blank. <laughs> Occupation, podcast host. Podcast, super pimp, king, daddy, daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which of these describes, Beth describes your ethnic background? I think you want vague. <laughs> Other. <laughs> How many different newspapers and magazines do you read each month? Hundreds of mm-hmm. pornographic yep. mm-hmm. websites today. Oh, okay. So here's some of the fun ones where you can agree or disagree with the statements. Oh, okay. I am usually the one who answers my friend's questions about motorcycles incorrectly. <laughs> Go ahead and check strongly agree. I usually lead the discussion when my friends and I talk about motorcycles on the air uh there's okay agree i'm gonna write homoerotic in there okay people generally follow the suggestions and recommendations i make and die as a result yes strongly agree Mm -hmm. i am generally among the first to try new things and spot new trends in pornography (laughs) let me let me fill that part in okay have you ever influenced a friend or relative's decision to buy a specific brand or model of motorcycle, and have they forgiven you? No. 
And then they ask about other activities you enjoy on a regular basis. Um, I don't see anything about autoerotic asphyxiation. No, I don't either. I'll write, I'll write, write it in other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this should be fun. Uh, I am ready. Okay, let's we'll mail maybe that one off to Kawasaki. Maybe they'll send me a coupon. You know what? You know what's really disappointing is when I bought my Suzuki. I got a come on for come into our shop to you know now that you've been riding your new V Strom one thousand <laughs> for a while, and they said uh, if I came in, I could get ten percent off some accessories to make it just perfect, and I would receive a free hat baseball style. <laughs> Well, if it had been like, you know, a mesh trucker cap, I could see you going for it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I've got that proud-to-be-awesome hat from my bachelor party still if I really need a mesh hat. gum. We should move on to the second half of our interview with Florian from Roadrunner Magazine. (laughs) That bastard. We actually sent him an email to say thank you, and he sent back this. Out-of-office notice regarding Vicuna attack. You'll find out about that. Yeah. I am in Munich, Bilbao. Testing the 2013 Ducati Multistrada until September 28th. If you need immediate assistance, please call Felicia Spikes. Intolerably smug. He's, he's out riding the 2008. Uh, Florian, I don't think we like you anymore. <sighs> smug bastard. Mine are like, sorry, I can't you know, answer your email right now. I'm, I'm doing something horrible and lame and not fun I'm at being all punched in the dick repeatedly by my manager. He's like, yeah, I'm out riding on the coolest motorcycle in the fucking world. Fuck you. <sighs> so what's what's this year's new tour going to be? Or I guess next year's new tour going to be? Can you tell us or is it still a big secret? Or are you still working on hotels? No, I can tell you. Get the first news, the first word on it. Uh, it will be in Croatia. Starts from Munich, goes through Austria, Slovenia, and Croatia. What's in Croatia? A very pretty coastline. Yeah, people go to the beach there, go sailing there on the Adriatic, all that kind of stuff. Are the girls cute? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, 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 there's some. Sounds hesitant. Uh, Eastern European women, they, you know, the dark hair, the darker skin, that's, that's something special. Yeah, you don't see that too often in America. I thought the Eastern European chicks were all, like, blonde and blue-eyed. No, that's, that's the Northern European chicks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the Eastern European chicks are the, you know, women of the... the they're kind of all-terrain women. So when's the, the Northern Euro, Euro Tour again? <laughs> we got the five-country tour, which is uh, end of August, beginning of September. The Western Alps Tour, the, the Grand European Tour, the, the is in June. Everything. <laughs> and Croatia will probably be sometime later in September. And Peru is in March. Ooh, Peru. Yeah, Peru, Peru is special, absolutely. I mean... I'm not a huge fan of looking at ruins and old buildings, but Machu Picchu, that was uh, that was special. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should go see that. Does Rotor have a pretty big presence at shows? We do go to a ton of shows. Do you well, go I'm as like an, a, a vendor, exhibitor in a booth, or do you guys just go to report on the show? Uh, we do both. We always have a booth there to sell subscriptions and our books and two DVDs, and I always get to do all of the shows. In the winter, I do most of the IMS shows. In the summer, we're at the Americade up in Lake George, New York. Mm-hmm. We do the BMW National Rally and a bunch of other small ones as well. So which IMS show should I go to? Mm, Salt Lake City? I don't know what the closest one is to you. Well, say if that didn't matter. I mean, are the, all the IMS shows pretty comparable, or is one venue better than the other? That's, that's no. sort of what I'm asking. Because, you know, like with the car shows, some of the manufacturers will skip the smaller shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us, DC is always good in Chicago. It's always a good show for us, 
but it's a, uh, a smaller show. The two huge ones are Long Beach and New York, mm. especially New York. Okay, Long Beach I could do because that's mm. not too far from San Diego. Yeah, Long Beach is nice. And New York, I mean, it's so big, even the Hells Angels have a booth there. I'm glad I was not across from him. <laughs> Have you considered joining a gang today? We're a riding club. We offer a variety of dental plans. We have a lot of dentists. I, yeah. I, I don't know Todd. Any, anyone that's listening, Todd is his own individual. I will gladly show you where he lives. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Keep rolling with this joke. I like it. Keep going. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say? I'm I'll miss you. <laughs> and, of course, Sturgis, too. I almost forgot Sturgis, but we did that. Uh, I did that one last year. I mean, it was a ton of fun, but most people go there to have a good time. And Is there really a, a venue for Roadrunner travel at Sturgis? I mean, it's definitely our reader, but most people that go there do ride there. And... Mm. They have a lot of things on their minds, and signing up for a subscription to a magazine is definitely not a top priority while you're there. Well, I don't know, because, you know, you get you get them at that right stage of drunkenness, you know, where they're still really friendly but not but still able to sign their name. That could be that could be good, man. you gotta, you got to move your booth closer to the bars. Sure, and absolutely. And with the square up, the card reader for the iPhone, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're taking their money, too. <laughs> Here, let me just see that for... Hey, wouldn't you like to know about places to ride? Sure, I like riding. I just there. Let me just zip, zip, there. You go. There are pictures of girls in it. Yes, there are pictures of women in the magazine sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they look totally hot in their outfits. I was reading. Um, I guess the current issue, the one with the the uh, review of the Triumph Exploder. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, your mom's your mom, right? The publisher. Yeah. Her editorial is about physical fitness and how the magazine's going to include articles now about being physically fit and stuff and, you know, how to eat right on the road. It's not donuts. I'm just wondering, are you guys really sure about the, the adventure travel market? I mean, haven't you seen the way we, we kind of eat? We, you know, we, yeah, that's, that's why we have to... Uh, we like Greece. Yeah, I mean, Greece is everywhere. There's no, no denying that, but we just have to do our part in... Daddy's hungry. Make make people think about what they eat and what they put in their bodies. So hungry. I mean, if you like eating all the, the Big Macs and French fries you want, go for it, but not where, good for you. I guess my question is, you know, where, where, how'd that come up? How, how'd that come to her? So, uh, I always wanted uh, a feature in there that talked about physical fitness because... Oh, really? I go to a lot of trade shows and I see a lot of people that ride motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think I, I think I know how that sentence was going to end. Even though you were leading me in that direction, I just went and said, "You see, a lot of girls in bikinis modeling bikes." Right, 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 right. I do, yes. Yeah, motorcycles are a well-fed bunch. <laughs> hey, Freddy, put down the donut. <laughs> you know, ice cream and pie is always involved. You lose some weight, maybe you wouldn't need that GS twelve fifty to cart yourself around. <laughs> I got for that extra 50, I can bring my extra tub of ice cream. <laughs> Pack my tub of lard. <laughs> you scoop it into my helmet. 
So in all seriousness, I mean, they'll be they'll be eating well on the road. Is the intention to have fitness stuff to, like, be more comfortable, go further on the bike, or just fitness stuff to please live longer and keep subscribing <laughs> to the magazine? Try not to be so fat. Well, that's definitely not the main reason why we did it. I'm sure it's a nice byproduct that we have our readers longer, but we just have to do our part in keeping people healthy. We're sick of taking a tour of fatties across to Europe. <laughs> You know, nobody has ever been overly obese that came on the organized tours. Oh, that's good. That is good, yes. Because yeah. I'm just speaking in general. When I go out to these um, these shows, at, and not even the motorcycle shows, just in general everywhere, just fast food everywhere, might as well tell people, hey, you don't have to eat fast food. That's why in the article we don't just say eat healthy. We give examples of what you should eat and how much. Mm-hmm. It's substantially more useful than don't. No. <laughs> Don't eat at the yummy-smelling place. Sure, you can't just slap a burger out of somebody's hand and then not replace it with something. You know, if you've got a good enough windshield on your touring bike, the lard totally stays on your glove (laughs) until you get it under your chin skirt. Plus, let's be honest, slapping a cheeseburger out of a fat guy's hand is not safe. (laughs) Not safe, no. No, and do you you know what Iron Butt is? Yes. There was an Iron Butt guy that had this presentation at AMA Vintage Days, and no joke, he was completely serious. He said that he goes to the drive-thru during his 1,000 miles in 24 hours, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then he buys a bunch of hamburgers and stuffs them in his jacket, and while he's riding, he shoves hamburgers down his throat. <laughs> and, I mean, you can't be serious. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, you know, if it's cold out... <laughs> even one guy that said that he would text his wife while he was riding to make reservations at a hotel so he could just pull in and sleep for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. This I mean, is my burger jacket. It protects me like armor. Yeah. <laughs> when I hit the road, the grease lubricates everything. <laughs> <laughs> Slide. The iron butt thing always struck me as being a little a little extreme. It seems like it's I want all the distance but none of the fun. The iron butt itself is kind of tame. It's the coast to coast one that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what that involves? Mm-mm. You start at one beach and uh-huh. you get like a scoop of sand, yeah. and then you got like twenty four hours to get to the other coast. How do you make it twenty four hours? <laughs> See, I always would like stuff to- your jacket with hamburgers. <laughs> I'd just do it like the guy in Cannonball Run. I'd do it all doing a wheelie. <laughs> right across country on the rear wheel. That's the way on to do it. a gold wing that he stole from his mom. <laughs> Think of the hamburgers he could get in the gold wing. <laughs> the little George Foreman grill and he's making burgers. Yeah, it's the third button from the left on the second row. Oh, wow, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, on the BMW, you just press the menu button and then the black helicopter dumps the burgers on you. Huh. That's a barbarian service. So, where where do you see the industry kind of going? I mean, you're you're you know working marketing for the bike, you're living, breathing motorcycles. Where do you see the path forward? I mean, we're we're kind of you know the chopper craze came and, and went. We're kind of in the middle of the adventure wave now. Adventure touring market is definitely strong, and it will continue to grow. And motorcycle touring became the largest segment in the industry a year or two ago. Hmm. And sure, you have your racers and your dirt bikes, but the majority of the people have motorcycles so they can go places, and that will definitely continue. What do you think of Honda's kind of new venture with the friendlier motorcycle, you know, the the NC700, right, mm-hmm. with the uh, yeah. automatic transmission and 
No, I can't wait to ride it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of an automatic transmission on a motorcycle that takes 75% of the fun out of it. But it's a great way to get people in it. For commuting, it's great. The idea with the helmet in the gas tank mm-hmm. is also genius. Now, the only thing I don't think is too smart is that the access to the fuel is under the passenger seat. So you, if you go on trips, you can never strap a duffel bag over it. Mm. Otherwise, you're just going to kick yourself every time you get gas. Right, yeah, because you got to unpack your bike. I tank bag yeah. bad enough. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But with those bikes, I mean, I'm a big fan of smaller motorcycles. They're much more fun through the curves and nimble and manageable. Unless I'm going from coast to coast, where I would definitely would enjoy riding a big tour, like a Goldwing or Ultra Classic or Victory Vision, doesn't matter what. And then, sure, a big easy easy chair on the wheels is not a bad thing, but... <laughs> For me, the smaller, the better for the motorcycles. Much more fun. Do you think Honda's, there's a, a niche market there that Honda's like finding? Or do you think they're just, this is a sort of a, you know, this is, hey, we think this, let's throw this out there and see if it, if it flies or not. I, I hope that Honda did their homework and did some research to see if people would want this. Otherwise, they would not sell it here. But I know that America is not Honda's largest market. I mean, none of the manufacturers except Harley. Their main focus is not America. I mean, we think that we buy the most bikes, but surely it's Asia. And they're buying small bikes. And they're buying small bikes, yeah. absolutely. So all these bikes are really on the back burner for corporate over in Japan. When the U.S. department puts in their their list requesting which models they want, they're not number one who gets all of it. So that's why Europe also has so many different models. They're not meant for the American market. Okay, so let, let's talk about Europe for a minute. Motorcycling is, is a lot more accepted there as, as a mode of transport, you know, whereas in America we kind of see it it's as a, a recreational. Yeah. yeah, it's a hobby, right? More people in Europe definitely commute on it. And there's a lot of groups and a lot of companies that promote the, the commuting in America. But still with the wide distances in America and the general state of traffic and the skills of the other motorists is, I'm sure, what keeps a lot of people from commuting. Because in Europe, everybody is in small cars. I mean, sure, it's still going to hurt if you hit a small car, but in America, most people have pickup trucks and SUVs, and there on a motorcycle, you have zero chance. You don't go over the car, you go in the car. (laughs) Not in a good way. (laughs) In a good way, no. So is adventure touring taking off in Europe as well? The way it's here? For the street, absolutely. I mean, in Europe, if I ride, let's say, through Austria, and I see 10 motorcycles, seven of them are BMWs, and three of those are a 1200 GS. So they are just as popular as they are here. But in Europe, you don't have the possibility to do a lot of Mm off-roading. There's not that much space. There's not really much gravel roads. And if there's a gravel or dirt road, it's a forestry road and you're not allowed to go on it or it's a farmer's road and they definitely don't want you to go on it and god forbid you disturb the birds or the deer herding with your noise yeah it's very tricky to ride off-road in europe so are the gs's more like a status thing there like they are here yeah absolutely see we're not the only shallow people <laughs> take that europe I mean, the Girlfriend Jess is a, is a really great bike. I mean, I oh, yeah. very riding it, but yeah, it's heavy and big, and I wouldn't take it off-road for too long. I mean, surely you can take it anywhere you want, but I've taken an Ultra Classic onto a, a sandy forest road in New York and then got it stuck in <laughs> in six-inch sand, but that was not fun. Yeah. Florian, let, let me ask you, 
do your parents know you did that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. What, what was the call to your mom like? I <laughs> uh, see there was no cell phone reception. <laughs> <laughs> when I go out on tour, I get a map and a GPS with the route program in it, and then I just follow the route and look at the map. But on a certain day, I wanted to try this extra road I found on Google Maps. And after 10 miles down this road, it turned into this one-lane forest road full of sand and mud. But adventurous spirit that I am, I didn't feel like turning around. So the second guy, Ken, and I, we just kept on going. And he was on his Harley as well, 100th anniversary road king. And we just kept on going and going. And then so many different little side roads split off. And then the GPS started to malfunction. So we decided it would be best now one hour in and no clue where we are that we should probably turn around. And also we had no water with us. And on the way out, we get stuck in this uh, sand pit. And we just sit there for 10 minutes trying to figure out what to do. And then luckily somebody pulls up with a truck, and the four of us, we were able to push it up the last seven feet. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the conversation with the guy in the truck. Yeah, we got this Ultra Classic stuck here <laughs> halfway down the, the rear tire. Well, you know, he, Florian has a, a bit of an accent, so he could play that angle. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm touring from from Austria. Very nice country you have. Ha 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 ha. Harley number one. Ha ha. Harley number one, that's right. Ha 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 ha. Up to my axles in sand, help. Help. <laughs> Please help, kind of. Luckily, that's some water. That's what I needed more than anything. <laughs> Since then, I do not leave the house without water. Lesson learned. Absolutely. So far from this, I've learned that when you're going on a tour, it's important to pack water and hamburgers. <laughs> and lard. Sure. Put a catheter on as well so you don't have to stop for the bathroom. <laughs> that was a good one. I don't understand. You don't just pee in your pants? That's what real men do. That's what real men do? Not everyone has the vents in their suit like you do. That's what real men do, and that's what Harley riders do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Chuck, but when, when he comes to be beaten. <laughs> <laughs> I hope one of you has a Harley. <laughs> no. Chuck, Chuck sold his. I had a cruiser. It you had a cruiser? Okay. I had, an M- <laughs> I had an M50. Well, you had the Buell. That's kind of a Harley. Shut up. A Buell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But uh, how all the new bikes are so great and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill ki- Where are you? He said, uh, Fiji. Fiji, we said. Yeah. I'm coming. I was, I mean, a personal opinion, the, the Buell Ulysses was not my favorite motorcycle. Really? Brilliant. Tell me more about the Buell Ulysses, Florian. This is fascinating. Uh, shake and bake. <laughs> oh, that's personality. Personality. Really description. <laughs> Shut up. Burns my right leg and I can't see anything in the mirrors and I can't feel my my, my palms at the end of the day. So you always say that by saying palms? <laughs> that's not what he meant. It's personality. Leg was fine. Yeah, but it's a nice bike. It looks pretty. It looks pretty when we're pushing it up a hill Shut in up. the dark in the woods. Chuck. Shut up. <laughs> no, but the one thing that is nice about the bike is the engine. I mean, it's got some torque to it. Total hoot. Yeah, when it ran. So have you guys ridden uh, some of those new fancy costs more than small houses fuels yet for the magazine? The uh, 1190. No, I haven't. It's not. a race bike. So I'm not you sure you end up on carbon fiber. No, we haven't ridden that one. <laughs> I want a tour on this. I wonder if Gibby has luggage for it. <laughs> Remember the seat? It's that little foam thingy. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Ultimate long distance comfort there. Yeah, as long as it's a straight road, you'll get there fast. 
<laughs> I'm going to New York. I guess it's the I guess it's the on one wheel across the country trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm really excited to see what's going on with all the electric motorcycles as well. So far, I've been able to ride one, but I'd like to get one out in the woods and see how much fun it is. It's a little surprising. It seems like most of the electric motorcycle people are uh, they're they're very large marketing organizations and relatively small motorcycle building organizations at the moment. Yeah, I agree. I mean, every time I try to do a demo somewhere or see them in a store, they never have them. It's <laughs> either they sell out that quick or there's just not that many for sale right now. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see one and test ride one. Electric people, are you listening? We yeah, nerds would also like to do that. Get <laughs> some bikes out there for people to buy, or just you know ride, or just vlog, you know whatever. Test ride for free. And I wanted to see how long it would take me to take an electric motorcycle from Miami to D.C. or even up to New York and just always stopping and recharging. And getting stuck in a sand pit. And also stop at Walmart or wherever, really. (laughs) I was waiting for him to say how long it would take him to get it stuck up to the axle. It wouldn't take long. (laughs) Guy comes along his pickup truck. Do you have an extra battery? (laughs) Can I hook your truck up to my bike for six Eight, 12 hours. Can you help me find the spark plug? <laughs> I love your country. Visiting from Austria. Hi. America number one. <laughs> Triumph just came out with their, their XC model of the Explorer. The Explorer, Explorer. Mm. Explorer. What do you think about that? So far, I haven't been able to ride the Explorer, but... I mean, it's got the same engine. I'm sure it's a little too powerful to um, a lot of off-road riding, but they leaned on the 1200 GS, so it can't be that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice-looking bike in the showroom. Yep. What's your What's your fun place to ride? Definitely the most scenic and fun riding is over in Europe, but you'd be surprised by Peru. The condition of the roads, absolutely smooth. All the mining companies put a lot of money in the roads since their trucks are the main ones using the roads and the buses. So no people, no passenger vehicles between cities, none whatsoever. And open roads, nonstop curves. On this one day from Nazca, we start out at a couple hundred feet sea level and then go up to 15,000 feet all in one continuous stretch all the way up. You just you think you're at the top of the mountain and you're not. And you just keep going and going. And then two and a half hours later, you're high up in the Andes. And you see punias and alpaca and llama. All kinds of cool animals. Anyone pass out at 15,000 feet? Uh, no. The first time I went, a woman from Seattle, she had, couldn't ride anymore. And that's the first time I dealt with altitude as well because I tried to help load her bike on the pickup truck. So I helped push the bike. Oh. <laughs> that two seconds of, of <laughs> trying to get some air and the blood rushing just completely blacked me out. I mean, vision went black, couldn't hear anything for a while. and So you're the one that passed out. <laughs> Uh, see, I don't think I passed out. I think I just lost my orientation there for work up on the ground with no pants. <laughs> Llama standing beside me. Yeah. I got attacked by a vicuña last year. That was a not what? A vicuña. It's uh, it's like an alpaca but smaller vicuña. They're um, like a fuzzy llama. Okay. Yeah, their coat is the most valuable. Can also, you eat them? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the middle of Cusco, and they had a vicuña in there too. And all the other guests started messing with the vicuña and started spitting at everybody. But <laughs> it took a liking to me, and it jumped up on me and tried to kick me several times. The vicuña is the national animal of Peru, so I can't just swing at this animal. <laughs> Why is that man fighting a vicuña? 
I'm going to say I've taken a beating from this animal three, four times until I give it an elbow and it goes away. But, I mean, there's a video of this online. I mean, no joke, you can YouTube this. Adventure. How long is the Peru tour? Uh, that's a long tour. It's uh, two weeks. It's, oh, wow. it's a lot of sightseeing involved. It's not just uh, pure riding, but we take a day off in Cusco to look around, one for Machu Picchu and one at uh, Lake Titicaca. And how much is a two-week tour, just out of curiosity? All the tours are between four and 5,000. Depends what kind of bike you get. Wow. And okay. it includes everything except airfare, beverages, and either lunch or dinner. Most uh, European, all the European tours have dinner included, and Peru has lunch included. Does it include uh, hoof mammal protection? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> Add that to the list. But next year, I'm trying to get another participants to get their ass kicked. But <laughs> this oh. year, it won't be me. I you guarantee know, if I were to go on this tour, I would be paying locals to have them attack you <laughs> just so I could record that. Definitely not a fun experience, but hey, that sounds awesome. that's why traveling is so much fun. How many beers has that gotten you bought at bars, though, telling that story? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of beers. <laughs> there I was. Of course, as the night progresses, so does the events of what actually happened as well. It grew horns. Its size grows. Pretty soon it's a whole llama. It can, they can breathe fire. And it took his wallet. Yeah, and the funny thing is Peru, their national colors are red and white as well. Same as Austria. And they have a lot of accordion music. Just like Austria? Traditional Austrian music, yeah. Okay. Our version of country, or bluegrass. (laughs) Yeah, they have oompa instead of country. (laughs) Oh, oompa, yeah, and that's what it's called. Okay. Glad you have I can tell you listen a lot. <laughs> I'm suddenly imagining you going down the road on a gold wing. <laughs> six CD changer and all six CDs. Uh, at the time, it was all German rap. That was uh, it was big music back then. Back then? It was back this decade, years. man. Ten years ago? Yeah, it's like German hip hop. Uh, damn kids. You get them working at your magazine, doing paperwork, and they steal the gold wing. Damn kids. That's what happens. Yeah. It's definitely a fun job, but it's a lot of work, too. So uh, anything new and cool you want to plug that's coming out soon with the magazine or the website? Take right it. now we got a great deal with Honda going on. If you buy a, a Goldwing right now, you get access code where you can access the digital archives on our website where you can download about 300 GPS files and maps as well. Wow. That's, that's really cool. cool. Goldwings, great for 16-year-olds. <laughs> If you can write that, for sure. <laughs> Wouldn't advise it to anybody else, but... You know, an old gold wing costs about what an old Civic does and seats as many people. <laughs> More comfortable. I'm sure you can put a trailer on there as well. Whatever you want. Florian, thanks so much for talking with us tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Roadrunner Magazine. The website is roadrunner.travel. Thanks again for talking to us. You know, Looking forward to see more from the magazine and the tours and uh, this video of you versus a small animal. Stay safe. All right. On the other hand, he does get attacked by hoofed mammals. Thank God, bastard. (sighs) Intolerably smug. But do check out Roadrunner magazine. Turns Uh, out Claire is actually already a subscriber. He's been subscribed to it for years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a huge fan. I'm subscribed to it now. We actually got a question on our Facebook page about what magazines we've subscribed to. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to read? Not very well. Yeah. I look at the pictures of naked ladies. What the internet is for. Uh, So I subscribed to Roadrunner Mm -hmm. and uh, the ADV Motorcycle Magazine. Mm -hmm. And I get the the AMA rag. Mm -hmm. ADV Moto is kind of cool. They did an adventure versus 
Oh, interesting. Where they like replaced the wheels with spoked wheels and mm-hmm. you know put racks and armor and sure yeah all the off roady adventure sort of things yeah and era yeah the guy with the Ural and the mm-hmm. dog he yep. he uh, writes articles for ADV uh, magazine oh that's cool yeah it's pretty neat. I didn't actually subscribe to any of the magazines I uh, hate people more or less. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't read so good. Yeah, I thought about subscribing to a few magazines. I mean, you know, I got like the Aerostitch catalog, and that's usually in the bathroom to look at when I'm on the can. But Oh, I've never got the Aerostitch catalog. I just – I get the TourTech one, and I got the Twisted Throttle one. The really fun thing about the Aerostitch catalog is they have fake things in it oh, yeah? all the time, like completely wacko fake things. Nice. Like the deer detector, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So our, all our email this week is essentially like video stuff. It's like movie show. So Anderson is a movie from Icon. Icon. And so they're, they're these guys, and they're doing adventure stuff, wearing icon gear. Yeah, one of them looking very stylish uh, doing it. One of them's Ernie mm. uh, Virgil. Vigil. He's the dude that did the uh, Triumph Scrambler video. That one kicks eighteen kinds of ass. Yeah, he's a really, really good rider. Yeah, they got on a couple of uh, Triumph Tiger XCs, mm-hmm. and they go. Icon pretends to send them on this worldwide mission. We're on a worldwide tour. We're not riding in a bus. Actually, we are. <laughs> they get on a helicopter. There's some funny parts in it. I, I got to say, Icon knows on which side their bread is butter. They generally have pretty stylish videos. And this is know. yeah, this is a fun movie. My favorite mm-hmm. part is they find two bottles of nitrous. <laughs> says Nas, mm-hmm. and one of them picks him up, and he's trying to drink it. <laughs> and the other one just smacks him in the helmet. <laughs> it's like the reverse of the guy who poured Nas into his ninja. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what they were referencing. <laughs> uh, it, it's a pretty clever video, and it's fun to watch them. They they highlight a couple of crashes. Yep. Um, you got to do that in an adventure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it was neat. I'd like to see what Icon – because the thing that I've always noticed about Icon is, I, in addition to – they really do have the style thing nailed. I mean, more so than most of the other – brands out there i am really liking the ads they're putting out now for their new lineup of gear mm-hmm. um like that brown I jacket want those boots yeah must have them yeah i it speaks to me mm-hmm. it speaks to the 40 year old man desperately mm. grappling to hold his his youth youth to mm. impress the 25 year old tester at work mm-hmm. yep yep because makes sense yeah that's what i do mm-hmm. and then i cry in the bathroom Mm. By mm. myself. Yep. I'm lonely. So lonely. Ah! He's touching me. Make him stop. Oh, God, I'm touching him. <laughs> you might want to wash your hands. Ah! Do you have a knife? No. I need to peel off these layers of skin. But no, yeah, so the icon thing's pretty cool. So the, the next video we got was from Matt. He sent us this. Uh, this thing's been making the rounds. It's a uh, guy who lost his wheel on the sidecar or lost his tire in the sidecar. And he's uh, riding home the hard way. So I, I got to ask, how big of a pain in the ass is this going to be? Um, I mean, this looks cool and it's, you know, it's cool when you do it for tricks. Mm-hmm. But you're like, okay, well, I got 30 miles to go. Is this what you're going to do? It's going to be a lot of work. I got to be honest with you. I mean, it just doesn't, it looks like the kind of thing that's like fun to do, but you're just like, okay, I got an hour of this ahead his of me. Arm, his, his left arm is going to be so damn tired when he's done with all that. Oh, man. And, okay, so doing left turns, okay, but I mean, doing rights, I mean. He's he's being very cautious with the rights. I mean, you just, yeah, that's just, no, I mean, that's almost not even worth it. 
That's kind of my thought. I mean, I, granted, that's why I have a whole spare wheel on mine. <laughs> yeah, he's got a sidecar. Why doesn't he have one? I don't know. It's a bit of a mystery. You just must have a rack back there or something. Yeah, I'm not that good. I know people that good. The guy Vernon who taught the class yeah. that I took, he could ride figure eights with one wheel in the air. Because we're going to get Vernon on the show. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to ask him, you know, you got 30 miles of this ahead of you. Do you do it or do you just be like, fuck? Hello. Bring me a damn wheel. <laughs> I really need a wheel. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. I'm just like, that's, I'm not. kids quit. I'm not hardcore enough for that. The funny thing is the guy doing that is an old guy. Yeah. In this modern age of cell phones. Mm-hmm. Next up from uh, Andrew. Uh, we got this adorable thing. What? What's it? Are those midgets on? No, they're children on pocket bikes. <laughs> they're not just oh. children on pocket bikes. Uh-huh. They're racers. Racers? Oh, this is going to be cute. <laughs> oh. oh. Watch them, what though. What the hell? Watch. They're better than I am. Look, look at the, the top three. Look at the lead. These look. little kids are better than I am. <laughs> they're shredding that. Yeah, so little kids are riding. So here, I got I got a question now. Would you let your daughter do this? Yes. Yeah, I, I would totally let Sophie do this. Mm-hmm. I think I might too. I think there might be a fight with the wife. It's just but... too damn cute. Oh God, it's adorable. Look at that. Oh my God, I'm melting inside. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that kid. He's on the bike and he's going around the corner. <laughs> he is tearing it up. He is ripping it up. He's owning those other kids. Oh my God. He's he... taking their lunch money, man. <laughs> it's like later chumps <laughs> I don't know dude I, I'm kind of I'm afraid if I was on there you know with like the the versus or something he'd be owning me yeah it's a distinct possibility I'm afraid if I got on that bike I'd just squish it <laughs> you know I'd just be like hey I'm gonna try this like <laughs> uh oh you stand up and you're like where's the bike where's the bike <laughs> there's I the wheel sticking it. out of your ass <laughs> Uh, you know, I have those jeans with those big back pockets. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. my god, that's so cool. So you know, all the uh, all the motorcycle dads now. This is something new you can show your wives and really, really, really risk your life. Find out how much they love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if they hit you, well, <laughs> yeah, it's probably oh. not a good idea to show it to the kids first. No, no, because oh my god, I know if Sophie saw this, she would just eat yep. it up. Mm-hmm. That'd be that. She'd be like, when am I getting mine? Yeah, no kidding. Mm, chop, chop. Let's go, Dad. Are those even still legal? Can you get Not those? on the street. You can't. Okay, you can't ride them. Do they still sell them? I assume so. You see them for sale occasionally on people who have like, pocket bike, mm. runs on a lawnmower motor, blah, 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 blah. Next, next to the three-wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. They completely rip. Yeah. They're that... way better than I am. <laughs> we got to move on. I'm feeling a little, uh, a little inadequate. I'm feeling threatened. <laughs> I feel threatened and inadequate. You're like, yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a writer coach. Yeah? How do you like living with your parents? Huh? <laughs> How about that, kid? You, huh? You paying for hey, bills? Hey, guess what? I can eat cookies for breakfast because I'm an adult and I can do shit like that. I can stay up all night long if I want to. Yep. No, yep. Nobody, nobody tells me what to do. As long as I don't fall asleep a little. But th- that's beside the point. <laughs> damn kids. Inadequate. Damn, damn kids on your track with your skills. And your Next. Up. Continuing our base layer discussion, we get this from Daniel. It's uh, a video about the LD comfort fabric. Hmm. What is dual layer fabric? Motorcycle fabric needs to keep the skin dry. There's a guy talking about it, and there's mannequins. This stuff's tight, and you'll be able to, you know, everybody will totally see your package in it. Uh, You'll love it. Uh, We have this one that holds it up, and blah, blah, blah. 
this guy needs to hire someone else to do this for him. I think so. So here's a, here's an old uh, heavy set fellow, he, um, he and he's talking the... about tight underwear, and he's very passionate about tight underwear. I mean, he's clearly believes in his product, but this product it'll be dry <laughs> when you rub your hands together. Okay, new game. Watch this video without the sound on, <laughs> and make your own dialogue. You can grab the ass. <laughs> yes, I love dick breaks. <laughs> Dick breaks are wonderful. <laughs> they are the best. So the key thing, I guess, that they're trying to communicate here is these material science stuff. You know, the, the holy grail of material science is something that is breathable and yet keeps things out. Or in the case of this stuff, you want to wick moisture away, you know, maintain yeah. the, your The demo is, is very impressive. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, you know, and, and this totally makes me think of like the, the ShamWow stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he needs to hire a ShamWow guy. So there he's like, look. That's you know, a great idea. Here's our fabric and here's Brand X. Right. <laughs> Brand so X ate the cat. Yeah. Like this, uh, all this water, you'll piss yourself. Yep. And, but, and, you know, our it will wick the urine right out and spray it onto the car behind you. Yes. It's lovely. <laughs> Which is what we want. Yes, naturally. Someone needs to invent those pants. Oh. I would buy them. Yep. If I could just pee in my pants and just have the urine wicked out and, and sprayed spray behind, behind you. Yep. Wildly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would love it. Mm-hmm. Look, look at his eyes. Yeah. They're all wide and, he's and got, spooky. He's got spooky, crazy eyes. And he's like, <laughs> buy, buy the underwear. Chuck, buy the underwear. Urine pants? Buy the urine pants. Here's, they will smell less like dried urine here, all the time. Here's my credit card number. Yes, remember to open the vents in your suit. <laughs> Except no substitute. Two. Two? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. I particularly like that their mannequin has the giant package inside. You, <laughs> you know, just just to like, hey, if you wear this, you know, you'll look like this instead of like you're hung like an infant, huh? huh? Yeah. Buy our underwear. <laughs> Now, I, I will say that the demo itself impressed me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm I tempted. Tempted. I'm tempted because mm-hmm. I had such good success with the kind of generic stuff from Cycle yeah. Gear. Yep. Get some high-end stuff and see how it is. Yeah, maybe. You know. With it, a shot. It looks pretty cool. But he definitely needs to hire us to do his video. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. The Wheel Nerds. Yes, Wheel Nerds are now available for hire for your product endorsement. Urine pants. Dick break. <laughs> Dick breaks are safer than normal breaks. Not, They'll stop you dead. Not if you want to have children. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop quickly. <laughs> the last word and panic stops. <laughs> You'll panic, all right. So yeah, movies, movies, movies. It's a movie week. Almost as good as Ghost Rider last week. <laughs> mm, maybe not. <laughs> Nothing can ever top Ghost Rider. I've gotten some feedback on the Ghost Rider episode. Oh, really? What's that? They said it's very surreal if they listen to it without the movie. Uh huh. One person said it was very surreal to listen to it without the without the movie. Just uh-huh. hearing you guys talk oddly. Yes. And someone else said they fell asleep on their exercise bicycle without the movie while they were listening. <laughs> so that's weird. Yeah. So you should really have – so the the takeaway I got from the comment was um, we should put in the title uh-huh. that it's sort of a movie rip, rift episode mm. versus mm-hmm. – so for our next one, like if we do Biker Boys, like yeah. uh, someone suggested. I don't know if we can do Biker Boys. I think we could do Biker Boys. We might need some beers. It's got Kid Rock in it, so there's some humor mm-hmm. there. But We'll try it. We're going we're gonna to gird ourselves with, with meat beer. and beer. <laughs> 
With alcohol. With booze. Lots of booze. I'm going to need more booze. <laughs> what have you learned tonight, Chuck? <laughs> I've learned that none of my bikes are fuzzy enough. But that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.